when we conflict with our expectations, oftentimes the conflict happens because we didn't really communicate what our expectations were. Hey everybody, this is Susie and Cosmo from soulanchoring.com. You're listening to the I Feel Loved When podcast, the show for people who interact with people. Let's explore how to develop God-honoring relationships, whether single, dating, engaged, or married. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. And now, here's today's show. We're on part four of our five-part mini-series of Core Concepts. This time, we're going to talk about expectations. And I have a quote here from Frank Sonnenberg, who wrote Soul Food, Change Your Thinking, Change Your Life. And he said, people can't hear what you don't say. Thinking isn't communicating. Cosmo, what does that have to do with expectations? Thinking isn't communicating. Mm. Yeah, that kind of makes it difficult if you can't hear what the other person's saying. <laughs> so often we think that because we have either done something in the past or because we have lived in a culture or a home or a business that, that things are done a certain way, we expect that other people will do those things because it's the thing to do. It's the right way to do it. <laughs> but what we find is that other people have different ideas. Not that they're wrong or right, but that we come at different problems with different ideas. And when we conflict with our expectations, oftentimes the conflict happens because we didn't really communicate what our expectations were. And I think it can happen easily, even in a relationship. Like we've known each other a long time. How long have we still... known each other, Sue? <laughs> so long. So long. <laughs> Decades. Wow. But still, we don't always have the same expectations about things. I think the, the trouble happens when I don't communicate my expectations and I don't even recognize my own expectations. Mm -hmm. So the example that we always like to give is that I am an introvert and Cosmo is, what are you? An extroverted introvert or an introvert? I think I'm an extrovert. introverted extrovert. You're an ambivert. That's what I'm you. I'm an ambivert. That's ambivert. right. I'm an ambivert. Whatever you need, I got you. I'll be <laughs> so, alone. I'll be with you. When it comes to social events, like us going to a party or a gathering of some kind, it's almost guaranteed that I'm going to want to leave before Cosmo does. Like That's just a given. Mm -hmm. If it were up to him, he would stay till the bitter end. I'm usually the last person to leave. He would put the host leave. to bed. That's right. <laughs> But Let me tuck me, you in. <laughs> I'll lock the door on my way out. But for me, um, I can only handle so much. You know, I like being around people. I'm okay with that. But sometimes I just get worn out. Sometimes I'm just ready to go home. I'm feeling just the, the, the social burden of being an introvert. And so what we have learned over the years is that before we walk into a social situation, we often communicate expectations. And I'll say, okay, I think I want to stay two hours. And um, I'd, I'll say eight. <laughs> we barter. And, and usually I'll say, I'll, I'll, when I'm ready to go, I'll come and find you or I'll let you know, hey, I'm ready to go. And Cosmo's response is often, great. We'll leave within the next 30 minutes. 
is typically what what it is. And that's not a that's not a dig. That's a that's a reality that you know when he says it's time to go, that means now we start making the rounds to say goodbye to everybody. Which could take an hour. Which means another you know fifteen to twenty minute conversation with each person we haven't talked to yet. So me having that expectation as well that okay I'm ready to go doesn't mean we turn around and walk out the door. Right. But I can't know what she wants unless she expresses what she right. wants. So even what we found is that she's expressed something in the past. Fridays are cheeseburgers, right? <laughs> Fridays we eat cheeseburgers. Cheeseburgers is always an ex- my it's top always a, expectation. All right, top expectation. But we know that Fridays are cheeseburger, you know, cheeseburger dinners. So we know that that is what she wants. But what happens when one day she's like pizza i need pizza tonight well here i am showing up with hamburger she's like but pizza <laughs> why are Come you bringing me a hamburger why, why are you bringing pizza? me hamburgers we if we don't know then we can't offer any kind of blessing we can't help them uh, with the things that they want we can't um, honor them because we don't know what they want and oftentimes we simply have so much stuff going on in our own head that either we've forgotten that we didn't tell them, we thought that we told them, or we didn't even think to tell them at all because they should know. Wouldn't they just know? They should just know. Yeah. If then, you really knew me, Susie, <laughs> you would know read my mind. that I wanted pizza tonight. <laughs> you always want pizza. I think the other important part of that as we deal with others in our lives is... Sometimes we have an expectation of people that they're not meeting and we may not feel like we can express it to them. Right. So there are times that I have to alter my expectations based on whether or not they're reasonable, mm-hmm. whether or not they're um, acceptable for the person that I'm, that I'm interacting with. Sometimes we have to, it's okay to have to, to change our plan. But I think what's important is to not get frustrated at the person but realize, oh, I had an expectation here. And either I didn't communicate it or it's not a reasonable expectation to right. have. And that takes some self-reflection and, and maturity, I think, right. that's not always real easy Right. To do. Sometimes we do come up with expectations because of our past or because mm-hmm. of our pain. One of the first things I learned about Susie is that she likes to be competent at the things that she does. And she would like to be immediately competent at the things that she does. <laughs> No learning curve. No learning curve. <laughs> Immediate perfection. And so the first time that we played volleyball, um, she got about 10 minutes into it, threw the ball in my face and, and walked off because she wasn't as competent as she wanted to be. <laughs> and over time, her expectation of herself has even changed, that she's willing to put more effort and more time into a new project, a new sport, a new whatever and doesn't have to be competent immediately. So her expectation of her own internal story has changed. So sometimes even our expectations of ourselves are out of alignment with really what we what we want in life. Yeah. You just drew a really interesting correlation between expectation and mindset. Mm-hmm. Because that was my expectation of myself was, was born from a... Um, a negative mindset that this is how this is how things are so this is how things are always going to be and as i have grown more in growth mindset i've come to understand that i don't have to expect perfection out of myself i can i can grow i can be new at something i can be learning something without 
having arrived at the perfection pinnacle that I want to be at. And so it's um, our expectations can change as we change and grow and adapt, you know, having a more positive mindset or a positive outlook or, you know, even developing the mind of Christ. You know, as we're walking through that process, I might expect myself to be perfect or never have any problems because I'm a Christian, but that's just, that's just not reasonable expectation, not a reasonable expectation to have. Right. We're growing and learning and transforming day by day. And if my expectation is to never make a mistake, then I'm going to be really, really disappointed in myself all the time. Right, right. And so that's what leads us to do our weekly meetings. So back to our weekly meetings. When are we going to talk about weekly meetings, man? Ah, gosh, that's the... Seems like we should do a... We rarely do that. I, if I had an expectation, maybe, <laughs> that, that we talk about it. One of the, the beautiful things about the weekly meeting is that we go through our expectations. When we talk yeah. about our schedule, what are we expecting to happen this week? Yeah. How am I expecting for you to show up in our relationship? How am I expecting for you to um, mm. support me, yeah. help me? How am I expecting to do that in return? So a lot of our expectations can be laid out on a calendar. It can be laid out in our um, our activities for the week. And we can we can actually kind of map out what is going on this upcoming week and start making new expectations about how to uh, accomplish those things. Maybe some things didn't work out this week. So we've learned to adjust our expectations. Yeah. Sometimes we have new, new problems that pop up and we have to actually create new, new ones. But the nice thing is, is that we're communicating it, we're writing it down and we both see it at the same time. That is the most applicable part of the weekly meeting is that you both see it, that you both understand it, and you both have accountability to the expectations that you've placed before each other. And holding the expectations loosely. Right. Recognizing this is what I expect, but also recognizing that life happens. Right. Stuff comes up. Things, plans change. I don't like it when things change. But when <laughs> I, because I know that about myself, I have an expectation that I'm not going to like it when plans change. Right. It actually helps me in that moment to go, oh, I'm resisting this because it's a change. I don't like change, but I can be okay with it. Let me sit with it for a minute. My expectation was that it was going to be one way. It's shifting to a different way. Let me sit with this and come to terms with it and then move forward. Okay, Susie. So what can we do with this concept of expectation? What can our listeners do to process this in their daily life? It's a great question. I What comes to mind for me is just, again, awareness. What are some things, maybe just sit down and think through the last situation you had where you walked away feeling disappointed. Or frustrated. Or frustrated or confused. To, to think about that scenario and think, what was I expecting? Mm -hmm. What did I expect from myself? What did I expect from another person? What did I expect from the encounter, the scenario, the event, whatever it was? Mm -hmm. What what was I expecting right. that then was unmet, mm -hmm. that caused my frustration or my annoyance or whatever it was? And then what can I what can I learn from that? Mm -hmm. And you can flip that around too and say, what was the other person expecting? Yeah. What were they thinking? Yeah. And what did they want? And how was that unmet? Mm -hmm. 
You can also do the opposite, which is when did I have a really good time? When did I laugh? When did I accomplish a goal? Yeah. What were the expectations and what were what was met? Yeah. Because we're going to have an emotional response to met yes. or unmet expectations. Yeah, pay attention to your how you felt at the end of something. That's going to that's going to reveal a lot about what you were expecting from the thing. But Cosmo, what if you you just said to think about what the other person was expecting? What if you don't know? Then you could ask them. What? No. Communication. Could it be that easy? Communication. <laughs> I'm just going to make an assumption. <laughs> we don't talk about communication here, folks. That's right. That's right. So let's read our quote again from Frank Sonnenberg. Frank. We love Frank. <laughs> People can't hear what you don't say. What? Thinking isn't communicating. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> the end. Hey. Thanks so much for listening today. We hope that you like what you heard and learned something that will help you have impactful interactions with others. We think it's totally awesome that you're taking this time to invest in yourself and your relationships. We know it's sometimes easier to just shut the door and shut out the world, but you're doing the hard work of soul anchoring. So yay you, keep going, you've got this. And when you have a spare minute, would you please do all the things for us, you know, subscribe to the podcast, leave a rating and review, recommend it to all your friends and family, and follow us on social media. You know, all the things. Okay, people, you, you are, are now ready, ready to people. people.